And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. Let's sit back and enjoy the ride because today is Wowser Bowser Wednesday. And you know why? God is in charge of this crazy bus called the Christian journey. First, the truth sets us free. Truth number one, Jesus is the truth. Hmm, That's good. To know that Jesus is the truth and to know Jesus is to be set free. John 14, 6 states, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. Plus, John 8, 36 states, so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Truth number two, the word of God is truth. John 17, 17 states, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Truth number three, Jesus is the word. Oh, see how this works? So let's see. Jesus is the truth. The word is the truth. And Jesus is the word. Get that? John 1, 1 states, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. John 1, 14 states, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. Oh, this is just too good. Next, the key is to be connected to Jesus to be set free. So how do we move the truth, something we see in our minds, to the truth, something we believe in our hearts? What can we do to move the truth from our minds to our hearts without being weird about the whole thing? We've talked about this two years ago, and it is time to talk about it again. And finally, we obey the Bible passages that teach us how to complete the salvation formula. We function in the action that works in concert with our faith. We apply this principle to everything in life. This is the nicest way to say everything we do, we keep it biblical. Even if others have made this messy by abusing the principle, it doesn't mean we ignore the application. Our works are in concert with our faith, and that's the truth. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Ouch. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities and oive. So much more. So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us during the show, 214-210-8483. I know I say it fast, so two. What? I'm just kidding. 214-210-8483. You can also call us live during the show, 972 445 0770. That's 972 445 0770. When you call 972 445 0770, you'll end up talking to Captain Chris. 
And that will be a blessing. Even though these compliments are winding down, that will be a blessing because he's a great guy. And after you talk to him, you will be... Do you like how I slipped that in there, though? And they're winding down. <laughs> Did you catch that? What does that mean? Uh, talking to you is fantastic, but it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be slightly less uh, exciting in the future. Uh, here's the bottom line. So I want everybody to understand what's going on. You might have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. We want you to be able to engage with that. We're, that's totally awesome. You might be like, hey, I don't get this, okay? And if we can answer it, we'll do our best. If we can't, we'll put study into it. We'll get back to you on it. We don't know everything. I don't know everything. I don't even know how my drive's going to be after I'm done with this show, and that's only an hour from now. So, I mean, that tells you how little I know, right? The bottom line, well, yeah, we use that. And then the okie dokie, oh, yeah, we use that a lot, is this. It's not a kvetch fest. It's an opportunity to share. It's an opportunity to ask questions. It's an opportunity to join people's faith together. It gives you that uh, opportunity to share praise reports. We love that. Share prayer requests. We love that because we're combining our faith and joining each other in carrying one another's burdens. And in doing that, we are completely honoring the Lord in all of it. And that's a big part of our Christian walk. You might be you know, used to getting and pumped up on Sunday, but around here we do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then you should be doing it on Saturday, and then you go to church on Sunday, so you should be pretty covered, okay? Because seven days without prayer makes one week. Oh, oh, play on words, play on words. Here you go. Here's your trivia question. The New Testament, who was the Son of Man? In the New Testament, who was the Son of Man? If you think you know the answer. You can reach out by calling 972-445-0770, text in 214-210-8483, or send an email, david at he must increase.org. Let's do our prayer for the USA and UK or UK Ukraine. I put UK. It's just because it's, like, it's easier to write out Ukraine. All right, just pray with me. Father, we come before you right now. We bless you. We praise you. We thank you. And we pray for mercy for the United States of America so that we don't wash away as our sins deserve. Just that simple, Lord. Have mercy on us. And Lord, we pray for the Ukraine situation, that you would pour out the gospel. The people that are there witnessing and sharing your truth, protect them, provide for them, keep them well, keep them safe. And let everybody engaging in ministry in those situations be well. That's what we're praying for, their wellness, their protection. You know, it's so amazing, Lord, we can come to you and lay our, our heart's burdens before you and just look unto you. And then we cast our care unto you because you care for us. Your shoulders are bigger. Your hands are better. Here, we give it to you. Help us in it, in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Okay, so we have done that. We've got our trivia question one more time. Then I'm going to dive into this teach. And it's really important that I try not to mess it up entirely. So we'll uh, do the best that we can on that. The trivia question in the New Testament, who was the son of man? That is the question. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. <laughs> Joanne and Cordelia just texted something funny. See, I text people, amenski. And then she just texted that back. Uh, 214-210-8483 is the text. And then David at he must increase 
org. Sometimes I worry I'm having too much of an impact, I must tell you. <laughs> okay, let me go into this text. This is super, 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 super cool. All right, John chapter 8, verse 32. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Okay? Wow. That's, I mean, there you go. You'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So we know that Jesus is the truth, right? We know that because he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, right? But we also need to know that the word of God is the truth. Sanctify John 17, 17. Sanctify them by their truth. Your word is truth. And so you sit there and you ponder in your mind. You think, well, okay, if if the truth sets us free— and G, knowing Jesus is, you know, connecting us to the truth, and knowing the Word of God connecting connects us to the truth, then how is it that we're set free? What happens that sets us free? The first and foremost thing we need to understand is that by being connected to Jesus, we are free from the penalty of sin. Okay? Now, I don't know if you— you hear some of our fill-in songs, but one of them is there's a it's a penalty for sin song. You know, it's like it's a, you know, you've got to pay the penalty. You know, it's like Isaac. It's kind of like uh, Ishmael United. So I was gonna say Isaac Airfree, but that's even after that. So the idea behind this is is that in being connected with Jesus, this penalty of sin, we are free from it. There's a freedom. There's part, that's part of the freedom. But that's only part of the freedom that we get in the Lord. When we are free in Jesus, we are free indeed. So what does that mean? That means that you are free by the truth from, well, I don't know, what is it that the truth does? It obliterates, obliterates, it destroys lies. Do you understand that? There are lies in your life. There are untruths that exist in your system. And you think, well, no, there's not. Yes, there are. <laughs> there's a ton of them. And by knowing the truth, there comes this freedom that says, eh. So when the devil says to you, you're not worthy, it's like, eh. I'm a child of the Most High God purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ. If that doesn't count for worthy, they nothing will. <laughs> it's just like, wow. And that, that idea, oh, God, he's a bazillion miles away. <laughs> I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That's the biblical truth that came from the mouth of Jesus that tells us that we are free from the power of that lie. And there are many lies that we are told. Those are the kind of the common top ones. Let's go into the parental lies. You're a terrible parent. You don't care about your kids. You haven't done a good job. If you did a better job, they would be following Jesus just like you. Lie. You cannot establish any relationship between God and your child because you are not God. It's just a lie. And so you need to know the truth to operate in the freedom, and that freedom is pictured and illustrated by shackles on your arms and hands and legs being destroyed and falling to the ground. Getting some of the picture? All right, we got to do our, our uh, trivia answer. But I just don't want you to miss this imagery. It's like you're, you're bound at your hands and you're bound at your feet by those lies. And Jesus is like, I am the key. You will be free.
Thank you, Lord. Right? All right. The uh, trivia question in the New Testament, who was the Son of Man, designated the Son of Man? And the answer is Jesus. Jesus identified himself, especially in the Gospel of Luke, as the Son of Man. I can't remember the count, but it's a lot. (laughs) He said it a lot. That's really spiritual. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Kevin Chris here from the David Spoon Experience. I help coordinate the radio show, and we're looking for a few good people to join our crew and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of the radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, gee, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Me too! The truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you already have all that you need to have to be part of this ministry. Uh, but Chris, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no! Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form, and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position, so you may appeal to a higher power. What is the David Spoon experience? It's because heaven is not some statuesque place where people go there and then freeze. Wait, I'm in heaven. I'm standing. Nope, I can't sit. Wait, no, I'm in heaven. I'm sitting. No, wait, I can't stand. Where does that kind of concept of heaven come from? Well, is he standing or is he sitting? I'm going to go with he's doing both. He's standing on this one. He's sitting on this one. Over there, he could be doing a Scooby-Doo act. I don't know what he's doing. All I know is that heaven is not about frozen people that don't move. And if we don't get a better handle on what heaven is, we're going to lose our communication of our hope to a hope that's based on 72 virgins, which guarantees you after 73 times, it's not the fun it was the 72 times. It's so ridiculous. And that's the hope we're not winning on? You have got to be kidding me. The David Spoon Experience. It's incredible, and it's never been done before. And you can be the first person in your neighborhood to win. What is it? It's a contest. How do I play? It's simple, and there's three ways to win. You can go to Facebook, type in David Spoon Media. And on any Facebook post, type in the word Jesus in the comment section. And it's free. You can also send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and write the word Jesus in the subject line. Or you can go to YouTube and give a comment on any video, but you have to use the word Jesus. This is your chance to win and it's free. What do I win? You can win 100 thank yous right on air. It's incredible, it's unbelievable, but it's only for a limited time. Enter now. Here's a taste. Thank you for listening to the David Spoon Experience.
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Texas. That's a good one. Here in Texas. Uh, nobody said it was going to be perfect. Uh, it's not just uh, K- it's not just the uh, K A A A A A A A M station. It's the K double A men station. That's the one you got to remember. Here's your next trivia question: Did the Apostle Peter have a wife? There you go. I guess that's a yes or no, right? Did the Apostle Peter have a wife? If you think you know the answer, nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. Uh, I understand some people will be uh, like, well, we don't we don't see it that way. I get that. But, you know, the majority of the passages really, you know, speak very specific. Uh, 972-445-0770. You can also text in uh, 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David, at he must org. Uh, okay. Uh, we've got somebody that's calling in. I'm going to give you a little extra second or two. I do want people to know we had somebody send in a joke that we're going to tell. It It is actually one we've told before, but it's been a long time, so that's a good one. And then I got some new ones. And then I have other stuff to just, you know, drive people crazy. For some people, it'll be uh, like a long walk off a short pier. For others, it'll be a short putt. So uh, somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Send them on through. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Paul Bowles. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Much better today, my brother, than I was doing yesterday. But thank you for asking. I appreciate it. You're welcome. That's answered prayers. Yeah, that, and that's really important. So yesterday, after the show, it was a tough show because I had so much stuff going on in school. I was stressing, right? <laughs> so I went to the gym. Yeah. I did. And I did 10 and a half miles on a, on a bike so that I can just kind of like flat line, you know, like just like kind of thing. And then I just felt so much better. And then... The Lord kind of wow. helped my mind, and I was able to finish off a big portion of school that was like a big block for me. So I was so thankful. Wow. Thank you for praying for me. Absolutely. I, I greatly, greatly appreciate I need your help. That's the truth. Well, All right. listen, I'll pray for you every single day, brother. Every I, day. I appreciate that. All right, here you go. This is a pretty straightforward one. Did the Apostle <laughs> Peter have a wife? Okay, this is a guess, but I feel pretty confident in it. Yes. You are correct, sir! <laughs> Got it. Right, man. And one of, the ways, one of the ways we know that for certain, besides the fact that Paul mentions, are we not entitled to a wife like Cephas, okay, which is Peter, right? That's one of them. Yeah. And then the other thing is that his mother-in-law had a fever, which Jesus healed. So I don't think you get to have a mother-in-law unless you're married. I don't know. Call me crazy. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Hey, a quick, a quick comment, if you don't mind. It'll only take a second, and you can get back to your radio program. Fire away. In the beginning, in the beginning of the year, our pastor gave us a little three-by-five card and said, write down what you're believing for for 2022. I put on there closeness to the Father. I want to be closer to the Father. And, boy, that New Year's resolution has come true. Closer to the Father than I've ever been in 30 years of being a Christian. I'm adding to it next year. I mean, next month is the start of the second half of the year. Closest oh. to the Father, and I'm believing for a crazy faith. Amen. I'm going to ask for eyes to be open, ears to be open, hearts to be changed, and lives to be saved. Amen. We are. We stand with you, and we want to hear every testimony of everything the Lord does. You got it, brother. All right. Great job, bro. Hey, I love you, 
and I'm praying for you, and y'all have a good one. All right, thanks. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Excellent job. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Susie's asking if is this, we, do we repeat the show at two or at one? It's like two. It's at two. Yes. This is the show that's repeated. So at two, when you hear me say this, you'll be going, that's weird. <laughs> uh, let me do this joke. Steve sent in a joke. We have done it before. It's cute. And then we got a couple of follow-ups, so we'll just roll with those, and then we'll get back into the teaching. lot to do in the teaching. Two older ladies, Dolly and Ruby, were talking about their grandkids. Dolly said, each year I send each of my grandchildren a card with a generous check inside. I've never heard from neither of them, nor ever received a thank you message. Ruby replies, I send them a very generous check, too. I hear from them within a week every time they receive it. In fact, they each pay me a personal visit. Well, how how do you do that? Remarked Dolly. Simple. I don't sign the check. There you go. That is a good joke. I mean, it's a good one. All right. So listen to this. <laughs> this, is, this is really kind of cute. And then we'll go into the teaching. Hymns for people over 50. <laughs> Just the category by itself, right? Okay. All right. And you remember there's a give me that old time religion hymn? This is give me the old timers religion. Okay? That's all right, but this one I love. Precious Lord, take my hand and help me up. <laughs> Precious Lord, take my and help me up. And listen to this. This is a great one. Remember? Just a closer walk with thee. How about this? Just a slower walk with thee. <laughs> And then remember this hymn, Go Tell It on the Mountains. How about this one? Go Tell It on the Mountains, but speak up. <laughs> this is the best. If you guys don't appreciate this, I, I it's beyond me. Okay. You ever heard the hymn, Nobody Knows the Trouble? Okay. This one's, Nobody Knows the Trouble I Have Seen. <laughs> That's just... Uh, guide, guide me, O thou great Lord God. I have forgotten where I've parked my car. Count your many birthdays. Count them one by one. instead of, And then blessed insurance. <laughs> blessed insurance. And it is well with my soul, but my knee still hurts. Okay. There, those are pretty good, right? Not bad. Not bad. Those are some good ones. All right. Let's get back into the teaching. So let's talk about this truth. And this uh, setting free process, which we've already mentioned, okay? Very, very important for us to grasp this, okay? And I've given this warning. I will give this warning. There is a couple of movement, movements that go about, you know, kind of the name it and claim it kind of groups. And we are not that. We are not the name it and claim it group. We don't uh, uh, agree with that. We What we agree with is biblical speech should be repeated. Biblical truths should be confessed. Okay, we don't have a problem understanding the power of confession. We just don't think that means that you get a Tootsie Roll and $1,000 every time you do it. Okay, that's what we're talking about. So when the scripture says in Romans 10, 9 through 10, if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You understand that confession is connected. It's not complex. You have a heart that believes. You have a mouth that confesses. What you believe in your heart is something that should be confessed. Well, the reality is, is that when there are lies being shot against us or darted against us, which would be a much better and more accurate term, or when people say things, or even when we say them to ourselves, 
those lies have to be combated with the truth. But you can't pick up the Bible, stick it on your head, and go, I'm sta- you know, I'm in the truth. Although standing in the truth, that's kind of funny. But the idea is that you can't take the Bible and just put it on your head, and then that's how you're going to get free. You have to confess that truth. You have to say it. You have to speak. You know, it's like there's a lot of people that are like, well, you know, you never say anything against, you know, the enemy or anything like that. Really? When Jesus resisted him, he did nothing but talk. He just quoted scripture. And it's just like, okay, isn't that the pattern? It's in two different gospels. It's like, okay. In other words, sometimes we speak and we we reinforce the lie. Don't do that. There's a lot of cool things to reinforce in your life. How about this? How about you reinforce this by saying this? Ready? See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. And that is what we are. How about we speak that? And you're thinking, but that's a confession. That's the right confession. That's the biblical confession. Paul said, as therefore we believe and so we speak. It's like, God, there, right there thingy, that. And my point in bringing this up and getting animated about it is simple. We do a lot of damage to ourselves because we're sinful people walking in the old man. And when we're walking in the spirit, do you ever notice how things are so different? There's a great passage that I think people really misunderstand. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. Hey, you're skipping the beginning part. If any man is in Christ. Many of us wake up and we're not in Christ for many hours. That's the difference. And so what we need to do is we need to speak some of this stuff so that it's in concert with God. We need to be in agreement with God. Who, by the way, got mad at Jeremiah... When he said, all right, you're going to go speak, Jeremiah said, I can't speak. God said, don't say that. It's because God told him to do something. Well, you, don't, you don't confess against yourself. I mean, I'm not a positive confessor, but I, I think we berate ourselves better than anybody I know, except for Satan. Anyway, right, we'll take a break, and then we'll come back to so much more. You're listening to the David Smith Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. 
or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Because what we're getting is this snapshot of Jesus. And there's a lot of stuff that we do, a lot of stuff that we say, but at no point should anybody ever lose what's going on here. And when we get into our Philippians teach tomorrow, you're going to see how very specific Christology, the study of Christ, fits into play on Jesus Christ being honored uh, above all and understanding how that this snapshot of Jesus plays into or leads us into the understanding of the superiority of Christ. Nobody else was fully God and fully man, period. And so nobody else can represent God to man or man to God. So in this situation, we get to see that Darius, he has a 12-year-old daughter. She's dying. Not uh, not good news. This woman who's got this bleeding issue, issue of blood, she comes up to Jesus, uh, touches him without saying anything. Jesus has restoration and healing for her in physical, social, and psychological aspects, which is just uh, wonderful if you think about how Jesus, Jesus cares about the whole person doesn't care about a part of a person. cares about every inch of you. If you're doing well physically, but you're not doing well psychologically, Jesus cares about that. If you're doing well psychologically and not doing well physically, Jesus cares about that. If you can't have contact with people and you feel like you're completely isolated, Jesus cares about that. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where at least I got through that read without blowing it into a million pieces. Here is your next trivia <laughs> That was funny, wasn't it? <laughs> Here's your next trivia question. I want you to think. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna say this really kind of nice. What was the occupation of the man whose family Paul baptized at Philippi after an earthquake took place? So there was an earthquake that took place, right? What's the occupation of the man whose family, after that earthquake took place, that Paul ended up baptizing? What was his job? That's what we're looking for. Well, it's kind of an interesting one. Uh, Joanne and Cordelia striking immediately. You are welcome, by the way, to call 972-445-0770, which somebody's already doing. You can text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email to David at hemustincrease.org. I'm going to send you up to the website uh, before we take the call because the I'm telling you I am telling you listen to me listen to me on the website there if you go he must increase.org there's a little triangle there that's going we're running behind because our entire host system fell down and 16 million websites went down 
Do not worry. There is no information that's being communicated, nothing weird that's happening. Just to give you a comfort, you can always go, if you don't want to go to hemustincrease.org, you can go to discoveroneanother.org because that's what it's built on. But I'm just telling you, it's okay to go to the website. Nothing weird will happen. You will not have visitors from another planet come and say, we are now come to take you away. Okay, nothing like that. Captain Chris was not happy about that. Rats. That's what I was looking for. Anyway, uh, I, and then the uh, whole thing about the website, hey, we need money. Many, 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 We need money. All right, great. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Absolutely a balloon being the air let out, right? I think it was an accordion, actually. Okay, that's what it was. Accordion. It's the polka. All right, uh, somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Here we go. Uh, send them on through. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David, it's Samson. Hey, Samson, how are you? Hey, very good. How oh, are you? I'm doing real good today. Doing, having a good day today. I'm liking that. All right. Oh, now, okay. now here, sure. this is a good, this is a good trivia you, question, so, buddy. You ready to answer it? Uh, sure. Okay, get ready. Get ready. What I'm was, ready. What was the <laughs> occupation of the man whose family Paul baptized at Philippi after an earthquake took place? Uh, he was a jailer. That is correct, sir. He was the jailer. That is 100% correct, Amundo. How you doing? How are things going for you? Uh, I'm doing fine, and I'm encouraged. Uh, like People like you are praying and uh, being a very encouragement to me and to my family. And, uh, yeah, and I'm praying for you as well. And, and I and, need it. I need it. I need your prayer, especially the next two weeks. I can tell you. Yeah. They're going to be uh, bouncy. Uh, I, I was just praying, and uh, God showed me me a uh, uh, image uh, about you. He showed me a crane, you know, crane that lifts things up. And yep. uh, uh, so I, I was asking Lord, what does it mean uh, for crane for for David? And he, uh, I believe the impression I got was like a, like as tr crane pick stuff from uh, from the bottom and take it to the right place and also the crane purpose is to supply things so in the same way god is i felt like a god is saying david i'm i'm picking you up and i'm gonna place you right where you should be and i will be supplying all the things that you needed so so be encouraged i'm praying for you brother amen brother i receive that in jesus name amen, amen. and uh, david uh, I know uh, many years ago you shared about your story, and I know sometime one of your ads mentioned that you were somewhere in Arizona, and the pastor was preaching for, uh, regarding the Jonathan crippled son, uh, Mabibashet. Right. Uh, how, how to find that testimony of you so I could re-listen? I haven't listened full in full context. 
Um, I will be doing. I will be redoing my testimony pretty soon, live on the air, and doing it in multiple parts. And uh, but the Mephibosheth story is, oh, that guy was wow. That was that's just a powerful, powerful, powerful moment. You know, where you realize everything that you do, everything you accomplish, you're actually quite crippled, and that the Lord has to bring you to His table and feed you. It's so, it's so profound. It's just so profound. I will be sharing that. It's not actually in one of the specific testimonies as of yet, but I will make sure to include it because I'm going to be doing the, the, the Christian church scenario that went went wacky, and I'll be talking about that as well. So very good. Very okay. good. All right, brother. Thank you, brother, and I'll be praying for you. All right, and I'll keep praying for you as well. Okay. All right. Thank you. So, hey, by by the way, uh, my friend in Ukraine, they they are doing fantastic, and Lord is opening so my, many opportunity for them to share uh, the love of Christ and Christ with the messianic, uh, like a Jews and messianic Jews and the and the Christian and those who do not know Christ. Amen. So thank you for prayer. Absolutely. Thank you for, for them. Thank you for sharing that. That's great news. And also, He's protecting them in a difficult time. Yes, absolutely. Very All good. All right. Thank you so very much. All right. God bless you, bro. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. What we're going to do is we'll do history in uh, Section 4. Is that good? Okay. It's a really one of the things in history. Exceedingly important. You know that means it's food, right? I mean, you know that ahead of time. I'm just saying, you know, if I'm saying that, you must be thinking, uh, he's got something on food there. Okay, yeah, all right. All right, uh, let's go back to this. I want to make sure you get this. I don't want anybody to lose this. And this is an important teaching because you don't want to be your own worst enemy. I mean, that's just <laughs> the nicest way to put it, okay? Um, people who are struggling with uh, how they look, Say things like "I'm ugly" or "I'm this" or "I'm that." That's that's stupid. <laughs> I hate to say it that way. Don't do that. Don't don't cut yourself down. Okay, that's what brothers and sisters are for. No, you don't. You don't. Don't don't be your own worst enemy. Don't speak things in your own life that are just terrible. Why would why do that? Don't you have enough that you're going through? Don't you have enough that you're dealing with? Don't you have enough trials and, and so on and so forth? Here's the two passages I want to pull in this, and by, by no means are we done, so don't don't get all excited. Oh, he's done with this. No, I'm not. Here's the bottom line. Proverbs 18, 21, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. You can speak life or death to other people, and you can speak life or death to yourself. So, but don't. In other words, it's like you have a choice. I mean, I know there's a lot of fighting and there's a lot of uh, uh, weird stuff going on in the world. And I understand it. I mean, quite frankly, I was praying today and, and thought the Lord gave me kind of an insight that I'd never had before. You know, this whole new woke language thing that's going on. Everybody has. To, I mean, the Michigan governor now won't call anybody male or female. She will only call them human beings that menstruate. That's true. That's true. Okay. But you notice how their speech is different? Well, guess where the last time was when the speech was different from people? The Tower of Babel and God separated. That's what's going on. The woke speech has a lot to do with that and God separating people, right? So I sit there and I think, well, look at that. There's so much weirdness going on. There's so much warfare. And at the same time, I go, Dave, you're an idiot. It's like that does not help me. 
When I speak to myself in ways, it's one thing to have fun and do the self-effacing kind of humility, humor kind of thing, okay? Jews are really good at that. <laughs> okay, let's just be honest. But if you mean it, then there's a problem. And you speak it to yourself, then there's a problem. I want to tell you what the problem is. You won't even like where I'm going with this. This is where the problem is if you say it. Ready? Hebrews 4, 1 through 2. Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. For we have the good news proclaimed to us just as they did, but the message they heard was of no value to them because they did not share the faith of those who obeyed it. In other words, people would hear things about from the Lord about themselves, about the Lord, about their situations, and they didn't have faith. And so it did no good. And so when you hear about the promises of God and you entrust yourself to God, you can't be sitting there and going, well, gee, I hope that happens. That's not faith. Let's roll on the dice. You might as well take your spirit and go to Las Vegas. Just throw it on the red or black, red or black. I mean, it's like, you know, you're gambling. You have to believe. You have to have faith in these things that God speaks about you, that you're a child of the most high God. That's what you are. Nobody can take that from you. Nobody should ever take that from you, including yourself. Don't walk yourself out of being a child of God. The Lord loves you. I think, yeah, I'm a mess. Yeah, welcome to the club. We're all a mess. That's why Jesus had to die for us. We're all not. It's like the idea that we're, you know, holier than thou. I can't even get to the thou, let alone the holier. What are you talking about? That's why I'm dependent on the righteousness of God, but he grants it. And if I don't have faith and confess that faith, I'm killing myself. I already have enough warfare going on with Satan not liking us, and you have enough warfare with the world not liking you, and it's bad enough we all have to battle our flesh. Why add to that struggle? Okay, your, your tongue has this ability to lift up or to put down. That applies to people in, in, engaged in your life. But it also applies to you. Don't you don't you take that stuff on. Don't you become your don't you become your accuser. Ooh, that's good. Satan is called the accuser of the brethren. Okay? That's what his name means. Don't become an accuser of yourself. Ooh, that's good. Don't do that. Okay? All right. All right, we'll take our break and then come back as soon as I find my notes. Uh, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Destroying everyone and everything we find. He's the hungry giant. The David Spoon Experience. I am such a sinner. Not just a sinner. I am such a sinner. I'm like the biggest sinner ever. That's how I felt. And then it was the understanding that God really cared about me. And therein lies the key. Because God did care. He does care. And it's the same for you. You're listening to me. He does care. And that pain you're going through, it makes him weep. 
And you might think, well, you can't back that up spiritually or scripturally. Yes, I can. John chapter 11, verse 35, Jesus wept. Not for Lazarus. Lazarus was getting up in five minutes, but all the grief and the pain around him. Come on. God has a heart. His heart's bigger than your heart. So here's part of the things that I, I mean, I'm skipping, I'm skipping light years. I'm just going past it. But it's like when that guy started crying and I started getting mad and then he said it was, this is how the Lord feels for you. and This is the, the Lord's heart for you. It just showed me I'm so hard hearted. I'm, I'm like, a, I'm like, a, I'm like a, a, a rock, but not in a good way. You know, I'm like a, like a dumb rock. Like, oh man, what's the matter with me? And so, you know what he did when he was done doing that? Because now I'm gone, right? Because now, you, how do you think after after that happens, how do you think I feel? Okay. So now I'm like, please pray for me. <laughs> That's right. Because I'm just lost. And he prays for me. And it's powerful. It's like, you know, it's unbelievable. It's just really, very, really powerful. Here's the thing that leads up to it. Now, are we ready? Cause, and that is the, the powerful point, especially when he cried. But it turns out that I went to that church for a little while. You want to hear something absolutely, positively, mind-blowing, amazing? Three months later on a Sunday night, I was preaching in that church. And I was preaching Romans 1.16, the very first thing I ever taught in my life. In that church, in Pastor David Huntsworth Church, Abundant Life in Dillon, Colorado. And I'll tell you one thing that I hope you really hear. And that is that one experience so affected me, I was never the same person again. It just showed me that God really does care. We're pretty hard-hearted. Yeah, we're kind of, we're mashugi from time to time. Not God. He's totally awesome. If Jesus Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're offering up our last trivia question of the show. In which chapter of his gospel does Luke recount the parable of the prodigal son? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Truth be told, I had to look it up real fast. <laughs> I mean, I knew it, but then I was like, is that right? Is that right? You ever do that? I do that. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483. That is the text. And then David at hemustincrease.org. It is in the Gospel of Luke. Where is or what chapter is the story of the prodigal? Uh, while you're doing that, we will do history because there's one really important thing in history, and I am not allowed to miss it. So let's play history. Let's go You know, I realize that I'm wrong. There's three exceedingly important things in history. I, I am amazed that I missed this, okay? So I'll give you the first two. If, if you think these are good, wait till I get to the last one. First of all, it's National Onion Ring Day. Yum. Yum, right? Can't You can't miss that. 
Next, and after going through 14 days in the uh, state of Texas during one of its great heat uh, elements, today is National HVAC Tech Day. <laughs> so you got to think, yeah, that's good. That's that that's a good one right there. But here's uh, the big one. So if it's bigger than air conditioning, it's got to be pretty big. It is. National Chocolate Eclair Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. I mean, it's funny to say that somebody doesn't have a, a spine to the degree that they have a spine like a chocolate eclair. That's funny, okay? <laughs> but ch- chocolate eclair day. Did you like that line? <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Uh, also on this day, 1977, the youngest player to ever win a Wimbledon match, Tracy Austin, age 14. That just makes all of us feel bad. <laughs> I shouldn't even bring that up. Uh, 1983, Space Shuttle retrieves a satellite from space for the first time. 1983, that's amazing. And then in 2005, the movie Herbie Fully Loaded is released. Yeah, I probably could have skipped that last one. (laughs) I'm not really convinced that was brilliant. Okay. Uh, See that? That's me crumbling up the paper. Here's your trivia question. Let's see if you can get it correct. Uh, in which chapter of his gospel does Luke recount the parable of the prodigal son? So far, very limited answers, which does is people are either driving. Don't look it up while you're driving. You can wait for the answer, but then you should remember this for the future. That's the goal there. Again, if you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. Or send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. I want to make sure to do as good a job on this as I can. And so it's an important message because what we're talking about is we're not talking about positive confession because I don't believe the principle behind positive confession is to, uh, you know, you, you speak something positive, you get something positive in your life. I don't think that's what the Lord had in mind. Here's what I believe the Lord had in mind. He makes it clear in his word. 2 Corinthians 4.13, it is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have the same spirit of faith, we also believe, and therefore we speak. So we speak what we believe, but that's tied to God, not magical things in the world. So just, just separate that, okay? There's nothing wrong with having faith. There's nothing wrong with believing. There's nothing wrong with understanding that that Faith and that confession has a power to break bondages. You need to know that. And we're going to back that up in just a split second, but I'm just making sure that we got that. You know, you're set free by the truth. Jesus is the truth. The Word of God is the truth. Jesus is the Word of God. So that kind of makes it all one. And then you need to be able to speak that very thing that you have thought and that very thing that you feel when you speak it. You give it life. Okay, well, that's in 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 the right biblical sense. That's how salvation comes about. You believe in your heart. You confess with your mouth. Okay? You get a lot of legalists who get into stuff like this. Well, I mean, the person who can't speak can't get saved. That's dumb. Those are, those are just don't, don't pay attention to that. But what I do want you to catch is this. Now, look at these two things together. Okay? Oh, somebody's going. They have to wait just a little bit. Mark chapter 11, 20 through 23. In the morning they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed is withered. Have faith in God. Jesus answered, Truly I tell you, if one says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes what he says will happen, it will be done for him. That does not mean a Lamborghini. 
I know people want it to, but that's not what it means. That's not the context. What the context is is things that have to do with life, and the Lamborghini is not what you need in life to make you happy. It's what you think you need to make you happy. That's substantially different. And again, Jesus used the, the reference of a mountain. Now, I want to show you this again. Mark 11, right? Mark 17, all right? So Mark, or sorry, Matthew 17. So Mark 11, now Matthew 17, different gospel, different spot. They came to the crowd. A man approached Jesus, knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures, suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. By the way, that's a great way to know what you're dealing with when it goes to extremes. I brought him to your disciples. They could not heal him. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. Jesus rebuked the demon. It came out of the boy. He was healed at the moment. Disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? Because you have so little faith. Okay. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say unto this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. This is directly in connection to kingdom advancements. And a lot of what Jesus taught in Mark 11 and Matthew 7 have to do with what you say. So it's like you can't, you know, and again, that's not all pizza. I speak now. All pizza delivery will be free and all to my house in the next hour. Okay, well, you can have all the faith you want. That's not happening. <laughs> I'm just saying. You see what I'm saying? It's like, come on. But then you could turn around and say, the Lord will get me out of this situation. I speak with faith, Lord God. Be the healer. Be the deliverer. Be the one that gets me through this. That's different. See those two different things there? Okay. You know, I could talk on this for ever, uh, you know, kind of thing. Somebody uh, want to answer the trivia question? We should probably give them that opportunity. Okay, good. Send them through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Brother Don. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? It's hot outside. Is, is it hot? It's, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a 65-degree cool uh, in a studio. I have no relationship to that. Wow. <laughs> I know. That's the best part of this job. Great air conditioning. <laughs> I will tell you that. <laughs> All right, my brother. Here we go. Which chapter of his gospel does Luke recount the parable of the prodigal son? Luke 15. That is correct, sir! Yeah. There's some really good ones in Luke. Yeah, there's and it's it's such a great there's so there's no gospel that's not great, but you like the way that Luke tells the story. It's like the style that he speaks with is so uh it's so appealing. It's like wow, yeah, wow. He's like you can kind of picture yourself there with him next to him while he's writing it, going, Wow, that's amazing. And it, it, you know he wrote it from from secondhand it's not, it's like he he wrote it from a distance, but with the style that puts you there, that's just wonderful. Isn't That's it? right. I love that. <laughs> I love stuff like that. So cool. So cool. How you doing, by the way? You doing good? I'm doing good. My friend, uh, remember that had the eye surgery yes. and had to have face down. He uh, has 50 percent of this whatever they put in his eyeball, and it's uh, so he's he's getting he's healing, and 
I think he's going to be able to put his face up for at least 10 minutes on the hour. So, so what's so, his name so people can pray? Is it okay if we get his name? Yes, his name is Mac. Okay, Mike. Charlie Mac. Charlie Mac. Okay, Charlie Mike. Oliver Mac, his name is Charlie. Okay. People in the audience, we need to be praying for Charlie. We only got a minute left on this show, but on your own, throughout some time today, lift this brother up in prayer and ask the Lord to touch him and to heal him and to strengthen him because that's what we do for one another. We carry one another, right? That's right. Amen. Good job on the trivia, by the way. Thank you. All right. Well, I'm not going to say enjoy the heat. I love the. I love this show, man. I tell you, I. It is so much fun. I. I. I was. I've been really good this week. <laughs> but I don't. I don't call them in. I want other people to do it. Yeah. Brother, I appreciate you. I really yes. do. Thank you, bro. Yes, sir. All right. You have a great, great rest of the day. Don't stay out in the okay. heat too long. Okay. God bless you, brother. Take care. Love your show. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Very kind. Very, very kind. Wonderful phone phone call. All right, folks. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break, and then we'll be back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.